Hi everybody, welcome to Small Talk Japan. We've got a great show for you today, lined up with some great news from me and Mitchell here. Mitchell, you used my full name. I know, I feel quite formal today. I feel like you're my father. And I am Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got today, Alexander? Right, first we've got some great news from the Olympics, the Winter Olympics. Where was that held again? Somewhere that doesn't have access to the internet. Hmm, forgotten. Anyway, um, Britain beat Japan in curling. Mm. Yay. Mm. So the Japan uh, curling team are actually very, very popular here. They're on the news all the time. When they came back to the airport, there was a huge press gang waiting for them, taking photos. Don't tell everything. You got to just tease it. What? Just tease it. I'm reading this news story. We can't just tease it because we got to go to the intro first. Oh, right. <laughs> this is the intro. Yeah, this is the intro. Man. This is why you always do it. Yeah, all right. All right. And, and we got? Uh, what else have we got? We've got the Ukrainian ambassador wearing uh, samurai armor. To show a, a show of strength against Russia. And you're going to tell us why that's historically significant? I will La do. Later. What have you got? Uh, I got government bans firm that accepted the foreign, uh, from for, uh, accepting foreign trainees after assault case. You guys have seen this. This is like the video of the guy who's getting beaten in a construction company, a Vietnamese guy. Really? So we'll talk about that. Cat robots serving ditches, dishes at a Hokkaido restaurant. <clears throat> this is especially relevant because we just had nyan, 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 nyan. First time in 800 years that... That has it's, lined up. I'm, I don't know if I'm happy that you know that or sad. Both. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got, uh, we, got a, we got a debate on Twitter. When was the first anime titty bounce? Talking about the deep subjects today. Uh, we got Naomi Matsunabe as Adidas uh, uh, brand ambassador. And finally, we're going to finish off today's story. Uh, today's uh, show with a story about uh, an esports gamer, a Japanese esports gamer, a, a, a woman who says that, uh, you know, maybe short men shouldn't have uh, human rights. Roll that intro. Titty bounce. I forgot we did an intro. Scott <laughs> <laughs> did it for a couple of weeks. Are we actually recording this? All right. I love, I love that we're recording through the intro these days. It shows, it shows that we're fucking around in the back of the show. We have no idea what's going on. No, it's not. No, I, me, I know what's going on. Josh usually knows what's going I on. I just turn up. Man. Yeah, you're the one that just shows up and you're like, guys, coffee? Okay, sit down. What's going on? Right, let's do this. Let's start reading. Mm. How's your queen, by the way? Is she okay? She's lovely. She's doing very well. Yeah, she, she got the Rona. She did at the age of 95, and she's still not stopped working. She's like, okay, because when, when the news, when Twitterverse got news that the that the queen got the Rona, right? Because like we already lost Betty White, mm -hmm. was basically the American version of the queen. Who is Betty White? The American version of the queen. Okay. She's a golden girl. I don't, I don't know who that is. Golden girl. Yeah. Anyway, okay. doesn't matter. She's old. She was old. Mm -hmm. She was almost 100 years old. Oh, really? Okay. I think she got to like 99.9595, whatever. So like good enough. Like a Windows install. Right, okay. And then just failed at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're really... Don't shake your head at me. Uh, we're actually really sad about Betty White's passing. Uh, she, like, it, there, it was like an ongoing theme throughout the pandemic. It's like, is Betty White still okay? I remember the Golden Girls, actually. I've just kind of... She was the Golden Girl. Right, Okay. I don't. I don't remember the premise of the show or anything like that. Just, Neither do I. Just remember the title. I think there's some like old women like just doing stuff. Yeah, hanging out in their living room, huh. discussing the issues of the day. So it was like Sex in the City for an advanced generation, or well, with less is sex. That, is that what we're gonna say? Advanced generation. Yeah, they're a higher level. Yes, a higher level of age. <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, uh, we had a great show for you today. We're not actually gonna talk about the Queen, although I do want to, you know. Uh, how, how would I say this properly? Like, I, I wish her the best. I hope she gets well soon. Yeah. You know, she's uh, 95. And, you know, I always get so, like, 
you you don't realize how old she is until you see the the meme photos of like the the queen with all this the American presidents over the years. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the first prime minister she had was Winston Churchill, which is like you know you kiddies in the history box. You can read that about that Winston Churchill. You know, he was he the one that came up with the stiff upper upper lip, or was that before him? That was before him, I think. Was it? Because like, it was like popularized during the war, right? That's just an English trope or a it's, thing. It's, it's well, how you guys are, you know, survive the weather. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> that and complaining about everything. You know, I, who was I talking to about? I was talking to a Japanese person about, I think you. Mm. And they were just like, is Alex okay? Is he, is he really angry? I'm like, no, he's just British. And they complain to communicate. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's, it's a thing you guys do. Shared suffering. Is something we love. <laughs> so, like when the train doesn't turn up, you go, oh, the train's late again. And then and everyone, everyone just goes, yep. <laughs> yeah. but, but you guys aren't chummy. Yeah. You don't like give each other bro hugs or like hang out on the weekends because oh, you don't man. like each other. No, we like each other, but just at a distance. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's this, uh, I saw a meme online about Sweden, like at the beginning of the pandemic. It's got like two guys in a train station. They're like, they're like stood like 40 yards apart. Right, right. And it's like Sweden, socially distancing pre-pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I mean, my life hasn't changed. You know what I mean? I'm basically, you know, doing the same thing I've always done. Stay away so. from me. All right, let's get to curling. All right. So um, Olympics, Japan takes silver in women's curling after loss to British. So Japan took the silver medal in the women's curling on Sunday at the Beijing Winter Olympics uh, following a heavy 10-3 loss to Great Britain in the final. Uh, Skip, Satsuki, Fujisawa and team were nevertheless um, achieved Japan's best Olympic curling result uh, four years after owning uh, the first medal in sport, a bronze uh, at the Olympic Games in Pyeongchang, uh, Korea. So this team are really popular. Um, you know, there's like four, is it? Yeah, I think four. Four kind of cute-ish looking Girls always kind of giggling and having a laugh with it. And they actually have the microphones on while they're doing the curling. Uh, and often what they say gets picked up and put in the Japanese media as well. What do they say? So one of them was talking about how she slept funny the night before and she had like a bit of neck ache. Uh, it's like by every day. All kind of laughing about that while they were doing an Olympic sport. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the snacks that they um, at the break time were like mini dorayaki, you know, the, yeah, yeah. the kind of snacks. The traditional wagashi snack yeah with with tea as well so those dorayaki have gone like mental now and sold out and there's huge queues around that shop and things like that oh god too so you know they're a popular team just because they're always kind of happy and smiley even though they didn't win because britain won of course hey getting a silver is kind of winning silver's all right yeah but you know it's good for your hobby you know it's good for your hobby so okay so how does so the entire time that i was watching very small clips of the winter olympics the Mm -hmm. only thing that i thought the entire time is how the fuck do you get into that sport how the fuck do you get into that sport so the olympics to me is -hmm. like a bunch of people being rewarded for doing their hobby is the way that i look at it because it's like you know Okay, so let's, let's just take the ski jump thing, right? So you got these guys, they go down like a track in fake snow mm-hmm. and then jump off this thing and then look like a flying squirrel for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. And then they hit the ground. And the commentators were like just opining wildly in both directions. And I was just like, I don't get it. They all look exactly the same. I have no <laughs> idea what you're looking same for. Same thing again. Yeah, you know, I was like... Slightly different. I was like, and we have landed again. Good job. <laughs> like... No, I mean, they're obviously, you know, high-level athletes, and it's an awful lot of preparation for many years. If I asked you to, like, tell me the rules of curling, I bet you you couldn't. uh, You've got to slide the stone (laughs) along the ice and then brush it in front, which is why the Japanese are quite good at it, good at cleaning, (laughs) see? So cleaning the office in the morning and the school (laughs) comes in handy. Um, And then it has to knock somebody else's stone 
Out of the circle. Out of the circle. The one that's closest to the middle gets the best points, right? You just asked a question mark. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't literally, know. I think I watched about maybe 10 minutes of footage from the entire Winter Olympics. I keep forgetting that it was happening, actually. Yeah. These lot are quite watchable, are the curling team. Really? Because they're kind of cute and smiley and everything. Maybe that's why they're popular. Yeah. What about the British girls? Uh, they were, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. If you're going to, if you're, if we're going to uh, award gold, silver, or bronze British girls. For what? Like, I don't know, cute, cuteness. Cuteness. This is like so non-PC, isn't it? They're all quite cute, I think. Oh, they're actually pretty attractive. Yeah. What is this? Like curling girls are, you know, it's probably because they're all like from money. Is that right? Dude, if you're curling, you're not poor, probably. What do you mean? It's just some stones on some ice. It's no, I'm like pretty sure that if you, cost ha- loads of money if to you do. have, if you have the, first of all, the parents that would get you into this one, and then two, like the money to do any sort of winter sports, I just, I think that you're probably from money. No, I don't think it's a rich person's sport, curling. It's not like polo, is it? You've got to buy a horse. <laughs> I mean, some rock, you can find a rock outside. Yeah, quote from Alex, Curling's not that expensive. It's not like polo where you have to buy a horse. <laughs> it's true. You just need a rock and a broom. True. Who can't find those? Okay, okay. You know. You, 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 you won this round, Alex. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, curling, give Con- it a try. Congratulations, Japan, for getting a silver. Yeah. I think, did they get a lot of medals? I don't even know. I did, again, I didn't watch I the they did snowboarding. They kicked ass, right? Yeah, the dude did some like rare new thing. That's another one that I don't get. It's like this giant like half pipe that goes down a hill. I'm like, where do you have, where do you find these in your hometown? Uh, somebody just made it. Yeah, but what yeah. I mean is like, how do they practice on this before they come to the Olympics? Live in a place with snow. And half pipes, right? Yeah. Who won? Who? What was the Norway, top three? Germany, China, dude. China got all these cheat medals. They were just like, they're like, yeah, you guys totally kicking that person in the face. That's fair. That's cool. Don't shoot us. Tripping them up. Yeah, I did not. I know somebody who was in the media, and he went to China to cover something. I can't say any names or anything like that because mm-hmm. it's incriminating, probably. Mm-hmm. But he filmed something he shouldn't have filmed. Okay. So some black cars turned up with yeah. people in black suits. Yeah. And said, please get in. Because he had an international press pass, they couldn't arrest him. Took him to a hotel, to the bar, uh, and bought drinks as much as you can drink. They were like, Have got a drink him drunk and stole his shit, and tried to steal his tape. But he is incredibly uh, strong drinker. Okay, so he was the last person awake. <laughs> <laughs> all these people passed out drinking because they were all drinking with him as well. Yeah, uh, and he just went back to his room with the tape in pocket and um, took it back home and broadcast it. Yeah, but that's the kind of thing they do. So at the incredibly free uh, Olympics in China. Moving on, government bans firm from uh, accepting foreign trainees after assault case. So this is I I don't know how I feel about this. So you guys, if you've seen the story, you've got this Vietnamese uh, man who's being beaten. Some of his bones were broken by a construction company in Kyoto. In Kyoto. And Sorry, so- I thought you had a stroke. Then I said, <laughs> you fight with us. I'm back with you. Uh, okay. And uh, and uh, anyway, so like this, uh, the Immigration Services Agency of Japan and uh, and the Labor Ministry investigated them, even though there's like a tape of it on, on the internet. Um, anyway, they decided to ban them from uh, importing uh, trainees, technical trainees for the next five years, which mm. like amounts to a reprimand, right? They're just like, yeah. 
no, 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 please don't beat the foreigners. Mm. Uh, anyway, the man is demanding an apology and compensation for the con- from the construction company and uh, immediate bo- uh, body which introduced uh, the man to the company. The agency, meaning this, the agency, I think that, uh, uh, sorry, this uh, immigration services agency mm-hmm. uh, is studying whether is, this is my favorite thing about Japanese bureaucracy. Here we go. The agency is studying whether to file a criminal complaint against the Japanese co-workers and to take any action against the interne- uh, intermediate body uh, also based in o- Okayama. So they're studying whether or not they need to tell the guy who beat another guy that he's no bad, bad, bad man. Mm. This guy got another job somewhere else, I think. Yeah, like he probably, another, I hope he did. No, I think he got a, 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 another placement or something like that. But this kind of stuff is not super uncommon, I don't think, especially in kind of labor jobs like that. Yeah. Um, so you don't need a slap on the wrist for one company. You need legislation. You need education as well. Yeah, so accept people properly. Otherwise, it's never going to work. I think it's I think it's part education, also part you know you need legislation, like you need protections for these people, so that when they do have these kind of problems, they need like a hot. Because one of the problems that this this gentleman who um, suffered this assault faced is that you know he didn't feel like he could go anywhere. Mm. And another part of this is like, and I hate to say this, but like l- when when you get language locked into uh, into not being uh, able to communicate with with authorities and things like that. Sometimes you might feel like even if you went to the authorities, you couldn't properly express yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times, I mean, if you speak English and you go to the police in Tokyo, there's somebody who speaks English to you, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're in the middle of nowhere where you're in a construction firm and you speak only Vietnamese, maybe a little bit of Japanese, it's really hard to find that support. So they need that kind of like infrastructure there for those people to find uh, and seek help. Well, I think people don't take them seriously. That's the problem, right? Right. You've got a problem. They're not weighing in the kind of seriousness of the situation no, no, not everybody but the people who don't take them seriously that's true right? yeah yeah so there's there's a lot of uh uh you know foreign workers rights activists and things like that in japan who are trying to make you know things better and you know again uh, you and i we 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 come from a complete uh perch of privilege mm. so i mean we do not have well, I, i've never been beaten on the job before i'm not gonna make a joke there um <laughs> but with japan's population decreasing yeah. they're going to rely on immigrant workers more and more in the future or suffer and, an incredible decrease in the quality of life or robots maybe i don't know well but, um you just you just like segue to our next <laughs> there's a lot of people trying to build soft power with these countries mm-hmm. so that people want to go and work in japan and my argument is that instead of doing soft power pr campaigns and things like that with tourism or whatever they want to just make the people who come to Japan now's life very, very good. Yeah. You know, make it a great place to work. They'll tell their friends and relatives, you know, and people will want to come and work here. That's all you got to do. But for some reason, that's not happening. So One thing that I think that Japan really could be doing going forward is become like a like a hub for Asia, mm. you know, um, and, and really say like, okay, international workers, you kind of like a Singapore, you know, international mm. workers come here, you know, add to our economy, add to our GDP, we'll take care of you and we'll take care of your families and we'll provide a safe and, you know, and, and a prosperous place for you guys to raise your kids. And I think Japan could totally do that. Uh, they have the resources, they have the the culture, they have the food. Uh, it's just the the political willpower, whether or not they want to do it. Willingness, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. No, you segued into this, so I have to go to this. Cat robot serving dishes at Hokkaido Noodle Restaurant. Uh, the Bellabot delivery robot says things in Japanese like, here comes the dish of your order, <laughs> meow. Okay. And uh, has a cute emoticon uh, on the touch panel used as its face. As in to, delivers dishes to tables, helping the restaurant to deal with a labor sh- shortage. Is there a picture of this cat robot? It, it, there is, if you click on it, uh, Josh. Does it look like Doraemon? No, it looks like uh, like 
There you go. Oh my god! Looks like a giant vacuum cleaner with a cat. Like for me, cat cafes, things like uh, anything with cats and food is not a good mix. Because think about cat hair. Think about the, it's a robot, Alex. The robot. Just the image. Has the, put image. Me off. the image has put me off. Anything with cats and food is not not going to work. I saw I saw this uh, this video of these these guys who I think we were in a Vegas hotel or something like that, and they had like this little robot like uh, maid service that would bring you towels and stuff like that. You just order it on the on the phone, and then it, like the the robot rides the elevator up and comes and brings you towels. Mm. But I think I'm pretty sure they were stoned in the video, so they just kept like <laughs> filming the robot from. It was one of those circle hotels where like the interior is like hollow, and you can see all the way down to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And so they're just like giggling profusely as this robot enters the glass elevator on the first floor, and it comes all the way to their floor and comes around to them. It's, like, it's coming. It's coming. The whole time it's just like, I was like, on the one hand, you've got like these people with their big brains and high IQs and they're like stoned out of their mind and giggling about this like shitty little basically souped up vacuum cleaner. It's like a Roomba with a, like a p- compartment for towels. See, robots aren't developing very quickly. Like the form factor of that is awful. It looks like a kiosk for, you know, buying a train ticket or something. It doesn't look like a cool robot, does it? Come Just on, look at the cute face. Look at the cute face. Dumb cat face. It's an iPad on a food stand, doesn't it's it? It's probably not even an iPad. It's probably like an Android Galaxy tablet or some crap. And it's like you've got to take it off yourself. What happened to the Shinkansen that goes down between the booths and gives it to you? That's way better. No they still idea. have that. Then why the fuck do you need this meow... I went to a SoftBank robotics seminar a couple of years ago. I right? bet you, you learned a lot from that. That was interesting. Uh, no, because that, that's when they just bought out Arm. So Arm's now oh, not, not yeah. part of that group. But. Yeah, and they tried to send, sell Arm to NVIDIA. That was a mistake. Really? Yeah, the gov- all the governments in the world went, no. Please don't do <laughs> don't that. Do that. Yeah. Um, but the form factor of the robots like Pepper and things like that is so terrible. Yeah, you know, the ergonomic design of it's just awful. I don't know why. You know those punchy clowns? They're like a balloon. It's got like a weighted base, and there's mm. like a balloon on top. You punch them, and they keep standing up straight. That's what they're mod- modeled after. Right. I so see. like they're they're very stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. They they are kind of weird. But on that's on the one hand, okay. On the other hand, I keep seeing uh, seeing Boston Boston Dynamics yeah, robots, yeah. and they're I'm like, like, they're owned by SoftBank as well. Yeah, but anytime mm. I see they they are now they got bought out, right? Yeah. But anytime I see any of their internet videos, I'm like, stop, stop doing exactly what you're doing right now. Right. right. Haven't you seen the movies? Do you yeah. know where this goes? Well, Elon Musk was saying that eventually there'll be robots that move so quickly that your eye can't see them. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's quite possible. In a in a one of the videos with Rogan, I think he was talking about. He's like, you know, you get all these like Terminator movies where they're fighting robots and everything. And like Elon Musk, is like, no, robots just approach you, and then before you can blink, he's cut you a hundred times and you're dead. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just you won't even be able to to deal. And so. one of the things about the boss. Is, oh, so I sent uh, Josh a video of. Uh, the, the book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus and they have the Boston Dynamic robots in there as like droids. Right. Book of Boba Fett, that sucked, man. I'm only halfway through it. Don't ruin it. Uh, so far, it gets better towards the end. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I wasn't happy with it. Boba Fett is not supposed to be a nice man. It's supposed to be disintegrating people. It's kind of Boba Fett's kid, isn't it? No, it's, it's Boba Fett. It's, uh, I guess... It's, mm, What's his dad's name then? Django Fett. Uh, I know all this stuff, man. I like. There you go. I like Star Wars. I used to. I used to. Uh, he, yeah, he turned into a nice guy because remember this? Uh, I don't want to ruin it for you guys if you haven't seen it. I think most people have probably seen it. Now. I don't know. I haven't seen or it. Or they don't care. <clears throat> Josh is shaking his head. So he's not seen it. I haven't seen it. Don't spoil it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. The one thing that shouldn't be in it is the mod biker gang. With uh, Okay, I, I agree with you on that. That is weird. I think... 
I don't know what that is. What is that? I don't know. Whose idea was that? That was so dumb. Like, like they stand off of the background as well. Yeah. Like everything is like really like like Star Warsy and gritty and dirty, and they're just like mods with their stupid haircut and they're like flashy colors. It's just weird. Don't it's... Google that, Josh. You'll just feel angry. Don't. Whose idea was that to put that in there? It's I don't so know. In the director, I really like him. You know who I'm talking about? Is John? Or what's uh, John his name? Favreau. That's his name, John Favreau. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a good director. I like. Uh, he's a really sh- good director. Chef. Yeah. Chef, Chef was very good. That made me want to buy a taco truck. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I know. I wanted to do that. I watched well. that. I was like, <laughs> dude, taco truck? Anybody? I was like, maybe I'll just drive around Japan selling sandwiches. You know? <laughs> uh, didn't uh, do it. All right, let's go to the next story from you. All right, we've got the Ukrainian ambassador to dress uh, to Japan to dress as a samurai uh, in a show of strength against Russia. Why? Uh, in the words of one Twitter user, what the fuck is going on? So as tensions heighten between Ukraine and Russia, people are looking to diplomatic representatives from these countries to get some first-hand views on what's happening in the region. Um, and Ukraine's highest representative in Japan, the ambassador, uh, Sergei uh, Korsunsky, maybe, I don't know how to say that, uh, recently made his views clear with a photo on his Twitter account showed him dressed as a samurai warrior. Uh, there he is there. So um, so I thought this was ridiculous, and that's why I like chose this story. But then you said something that I didn't know. Well, I did know, but I forgot, I should say. Well, I think what he may be referring to, <laughs> in, um, if if he is, then you know it's a bit, a bit of a shitty thing to do, but he's referring to the Russo-Japanese War. Yeah. So uh, Russia got its navy destroyed by Japan. Um, a guy from Kagoshima, actually, Togo Heihachiro, was in charge. He was called the the Admiral Nelson of the East because he was such a naval genius or whatever. British trained, I might add. Um, so maybe referring to that, which is actually kind of a really low down dig. So it's not just look at me in my cool samurai armor. It's remember when Japan kicked your ass, um, which is not going to happen again, to be fair. I, I don't know about that. There was an article... The other day, it's like, don't underestimate the Japanese Navy. Just because they're keeping quiet doesn't mean that they're weak. Well, that's true. The Japanese Navy is bigger than the British Navy at the moment. And they also have the most modern equipment as well. So, I mean, if you look at the, the Russian Navy that pulled in, I don't want to talk crap about Russia because I really don't want you guys to start World War Three. Yeah. But uh, if you look at their, the Navy vessels that, that, <clears throat> that they're pulling into the area, they kind of look like they're just barely making it there. I'm not going to lie. They yeah. don't look... Like they're in the best shape. Mm. But then you look at the Japanese uh, naval fleet and you're just like, wow, shiny stuff. But no experience. So that would be the other thing. Well, Mm. I don't know. They do a lot of drills. Yeah, do a lot of drills, but who knows? Let's not, let's not, let's not do the war thing, guys. Why don't we just take all that war budget and just give it to me (laughs) and I will make tourism amazing for everyone. So I was thinking about this. Like if we stop spending all money on military defense completely and just yeah. put pumped it into education, yeah. well, is that how we get Star Trek? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> like, because like, I don't see how we avoid World War Three at this point. Like all, everybody's got, it was the same thing with, with World War Two. okay? Everybody mm. had shiny new toys and they wanted to play with them. Yeah. They're like, let's have a war. Well, it's like you can just say, let's have a war or maybe let's not do that. Let's not, <laughs> let's not have a war. And it's like, if you want to be a Russian person living in Ukraine, go for it. Yeah. Or just move to Russia. I don't but know that, even I then, that's not even, that's not even the problem. Uh, uh, Russia wants a, a buffer is what yeah. they want, right? They yeah. want to use Ukraine as a buffer. Anyway, uh, Eddie Izzard from your country, great, one of the greatest uh, stand-up uh, com- uh, uh, like comedy acts out there. He has his bit where he talks about if, whenever there's a war or conflict in the world, you should just fly in the Germans and the Japanese. 
and he's and this is his logic. You guys should listen to this get. It's like not only are they really really good at organization because they are Japanese and Germans are fucking great at organizing and scheduling and stuff like that. But also like because of you know the the history and everything that they're brokers of peace right now. Mm-hmm. So they'll just like come into your conflict and organize peace really efficiently. Right. <laughs> okay. It's like his it's like his, his like theory on this skit. It's pretty good. But they might also be like the uh, the Jedi that's turned to the dark side. Oh and God! Then, you know they might remember their you know brutal. Uh, they, the, the, the 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 dark side comes out. And they yeah. tur- they turn. Yeah. Jesus. And they're like, now peace has been established. You are part of the imperial. <laughs> <laughs> why do all the bad Empire. guys? Why do all the bad guys in Star Wars have a British accent? I don't know, but they're all based on the Japanese Empire as well, aren't they? The I uniforms thought, and stuff like that. Is it? I thought it was, yeah. it was based on the Nazis or something. I think it's very similar, isn't it? They're both SS and, you know, Japanese. I know that they studied dogfighting for, like, the space shots and everything. Right, right, right. So it, that's very similar. It's very World War II influence, isn't it? And that's the thing is, like, after they finished the saga that, like, covered World War II, then they're like, now what do we do? Let's freehand it. And then it just all went to shit. So, Larry, so you watch Dune and stuff like that and then watch Kurosawa movies and you can just literally pick apart George Lucas's, you know... Stuff that he stole. Stuff that he stole and compiled together into Star Wars. You know, Date Masamune and Darth Vader, you know. Huh. So interesting. Well, I mean, they do have the swords, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, there, you know, there's a lot. Of, there was a, a movement in 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 the United States about Star Wars being Christian allegory, and so like they had all like these like evangelical Christians like 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 pushing Star Wars on kids. Is that true? Talking about how the Force was like the spirit of Jesus Christ. I'm not even kidding. Like you can Google this. And I was like, guys, it's a, it's like, it's like, like a soap opera in space. Just leave it alone. All right, moving on. Uh, let's get to something incredibly serious. Then the Twitterverse had a debate on when was the first anime titty bounce. So I don't know. Me, Alex and I don't know anything about anime, so we're just gonna have to go off the Twitterverse on this one. So uh, basically, they're arguing about when the historical first twitty, uh, titty bounce was. And uh, any guesses, Alex? Nineteen twenty-three. Nineteen twenty-three. Before moving graphics were a thing. Uh, basically, it comes down to two contenders. Uh, we have videos of them from uh, Twitter. Let's Is it get... from Steamboat Willie? No, it's from Japan. Japan. Okay. It says, back in the day, though, Sadamoto was a member of the amateur animation group called Daikon Film that produced a pair of anime shorts for the opening ceremonies to two iterations of the Nihon SF Taikai Science Fiction Convention. The second of these shorts, known as Daikon, I guess, which one? Wait, if the I is on the left side of the V, then that means four. <laughs> so Daikon V open, uh, 4 opening was screened in 1983, the year I was born, uh, and consisted of a lavishly animated eye, uh, action sequence centered on a bunny-suited woman shown in Oku's tweet. So that's this one here. So you see okay. this woman, she throws a robot, she's in a bunny suit, she jumps up like, yatta, and then her, her mammary glands... Uh, <laughs> are Oscillate. affected by <laughs> gravity <laughs> but then then uh so well, this wait a minute why is this important so this well, was historically the first uh bounce all oh, right okay and what did they do before that no no, no wait wait so but then it, but but it continues the star continues and twitter continued and it said and yet not everyone is convinced so this is 1983 okay the year i was born uh, so, and yet not everyone is convinced that Oku's claim is correct. Among the replies were a few dissenting opinions with half-faded memories of seeing anime breast bounces in Lupin 3, uh, which began airing, airing in 1971. So this is, 
you know, emblazoned into the mind of the anime. Did you know that there's like an entire generation of furries that were birthed from, uh, uh, what was that called? Space Jam? The movie with uh, uh, Jordan. Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. There was like the girl bunny. Yeah. You know, it's like Lola. He acts like he doesn't know. He knows exactly what he's talking about. (laughs) Lola Bunny. Yeah, no, no, no. This birth, I'm pretty sure. Sounds like a total slut, man. I'm pretty (laughs) sure this is why there's like a generation of furries like that that came that were raised up like 10 or 15 years later. Huh. Yeah, like, and this is like an ongoing meme on the internet. It's like the first furry like spark was this girl. I don't get it. I don't get it. You're British. You don't even understand love. What? I don't understand <laughs> love. What are you talking about? Do you, do you want to do this one? Give me that. What do you this? want to do that one? All right. We're going to move on. Talking of titties and bouncing. Oh, God, um, Half of these videos are going to get deleted when we have like careers that matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> let's not talk about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Naomi Watanabe sports uh, Adidas stripes in her hair to celebrate becoming a brand ambassador. Um, so some are simply given a title, but others like uh, Naomi Watanabe wear it proudly. So she uh, recently made waves all over the world for modeling Beyonce's Ivy Park collection and has made another giant leap in the world of fashion, has been officially named as uh, one of Adidas's brand ambassadors uh, and one of the uh, faces of the brand's I'm Possible campaign. So if you don't know who she is, Watanabe Naomi is a, a, a talento in Japan. She moved to New York City. She moved to Japan, uh, the US, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's kind of doing really well. She was super popular in Japan for being like, a, at first she did like a Beyonce kind of routine. I think before that she did like a, a like kind of stand-up skit comedy. And then yeah. she moved into the Beyonce thing. Yeah, so she was quite uh, a plus-sized person, let's say. Is, so she would jump around. She is a plus-sized. Is she? She, she is not. She still is. She has not changed her weight. Okay. Um, and, you know, known for being quite fashionable, wearing kind of crazy clothing and things like that. So, yeah. I mean, she leans into her, let's just call it curviness. Yeah. Uh, I, I follow her on Instagram. I think she's hilarious. She she always has these like crazy costumes that she puts on and everything. And she's got one of the, like, the if you need a laugh, guys, just follow her on, on uh, Watanabe Naomi. Uh, follow her on, uh, on, on Instagram. But anyway, she, uh, I forgot what it was, like several years ago, she decided that she was the Beyonce of Japan. She's just like decided by herself. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then just like started like dressing and, and performing as Beyonce. And then along those lines, like it, she became a Lady Gaga of Japan. Well, she's actually done very well to take herself from basically doing kind of stand-up ipatsuge, yeah. which is like a one-trick comedian, into being kind of like a fashion icon or whatever. Yeah. You know, and yeah, well done. She got um, shot on... Half Taiwanese as well, right? I think. Is she? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. She uh she got shot on by some old man in, in the uh, Tokyo Olympics what, committee. Literally? No, no. <laughs> It's not Germany. All right. What are you talking about? It's not Germany. <laughs> we should do we should do a show on the toilet shelves of Germany that I recently learned about from Reddit. Be quiet now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh so she got she got insulted mm-hmm. by one of the uh, the Olympic planning committee guys. Yeah, right. like t- calling her a pig or something like that. Yeah. Uh but the thing is is like she's really leaned into her her let's call it extra plus size body. Yeah. I mean she's like 
this is me and screw you. I actually watched one of her live streams because I'm, you know, into this kind of stuff. So I watched one of her live streams on uh, YouTube from New York, from her gigantic apartment in, in Manhattan, New York. Mm-hmm. And she just goes, I'm kind of hungry. She's like, how to hit that? And she's like, goes to way far away to her refrigerator because it's New York. And she's got this giant like millionaire ma- uh, mansion apartment. And then she comes back with like ice cream that she just eats in front of her entire audience of like 3 million people watching her stream at the same time. I'm like, you're living the life, lady. <laughs> She's just like bringing in the cash to eat fucking ice cream to her followers uh, in her giant apartment in, in Manhattan. I'm just like, you're living the life, lady. Well, maybe I'll start eating ice cream um, tomorrow. While wearing Adidas jumpsuits. And then also make sure that you dye your hair like she did with the with the Adidas stripes in it. That's that's what the article is about, having the stripes. Is it Adidas or Adidas? Well, you guys say Nike. So you're out of all pronunciation, like like thai guy well, compositions I, I think adidas is more correct than adidas because adidas right? you guys know that, that not only do these people these british people say swimming costume instead of swimsuit they also say nike as in like it's a silent e yeah not nike it's a nike i know the, the correct pronunciation is nike i know that <laughs> but nobody cares so. all right speaking of insulting let's go to the last one here we go last story today now um uh alex you and i we don't we're not like lacking in the height category, but I really don't like it when, when women do this kind of thing. So here we go. Japanese pro gamer kicked off esports team after saying short men shouldn't have human rights. So I'm going to read this in, in almost its entirety. So you guys get the entire story here. It sounds like a literal recipe for a late blah, 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 blah. At some point though, t- uh, Tanukana, Tanukana, that's a name. I got into the subject of a time she ordered something from Uber Eats. Uh, so the delivery person was this young guy. And after I got my food from him, he kind of just kept standing there outside my door. So like he rings my bell again. And when I ask what's up, he goes, sorry, but would you be willing to let me have your contact info? Basically asking for a number. Uh, she didn't appreciate the attempt, the attempted romantic advance. All I could feel was terror. She recalled during the, uh, a stream and like I was, it was a total pain that he knew where I lived. Like, I really hate it. I would really hate if he came back and, uh, and set my home on fire as I shot him down harshly or something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. so that's all fine okay like if you're on the job and you're going to somebody's house and you have like this like level of trust and things like that and you're in your position you shouldn't abuse that and hit on girls okay mm. get that then she continues he was short probably only 175 centimeters so five foot six five foot five five foot five so uh it says uh, he was short so five foot five uh so 165 centimeters he might even have been shorter than 165 centimeters as soon as i saw how short he was i was like nope even if he'd been tall and had a really uh nope if he'd been tall and had a really buff body there had been a chance i would have given my uh, i i there was a chance i would have given him my number so basically she's shitting on the short guys Wait, wait, who is this? This is an esports gamer who's a girl. We just had her picture up there. She's, yeah. This is like an attractive esports gamer who was popular, but she was kicked off her team for being, you know, sizes, sizes. So basically, she, does she literally say short people shouldn't have human rights? She continues. Honestly, if you're under 170 centimeters, you you have no human rights. If you're a guy who's less than 170 meters tall, please live your life with that idea. I have no human rights in your mind at all times. That's quite harsh, isn't it? <laughs> Probably nice. Uh, once you get to 170 centimeters, then you start to get proper human rights. It's not. It's not like a. It's well, not. Like, it's I not, mean, it's someone who plays Tekken for a living. I wouldn't really. Uh, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> have much stock in what she says. It's been anything important. I guess what I want to talk about with this one is like, okay, so, you know, you see these posts from guys who are like screenshotting things on Tinder and you get like a girl on Tinder, right? And she'll be like, you guys got to love me for who I am through the best times, through the worst times. You get, you know, blah, blah, blah. You got to get in with my sisters and blah, 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 all this other shit. And so you've like, there's all these requirements for the for the guy to accept the girl on all these levels. And then at the end of this long ass list, it's like no guys under six foot tall. Yeah. Like, don't even bother messaging me. Well, let's just face it. We're all shallow, horrible animals <laughs> with very, very base needs. Um, so we can pretend as much as we like that we care about people's personality. But, you know, at the end of the day. But I see some Japanese guys around town with like Russian that. wives that are really, really tall. That's love, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, who cares at the end of the day? Whatever, just do whatever you like. If she doesn't like short people, whatever, just go and play Tekken on your own. Fuck off. <laughs> Josh, uh, as the shorter of the three here, like, how, have you ever felt like discriminated against for your height? No, I've never had anyone. Well, I've been turned down before, but it's never been like because you're short. Did she ever like pat you on your head and she said, not today? Just walk away. No, but I mean, like, kind of like alex is saying like i think we all have our own preferences right like yeah. i only have ever gone after girls that are shorter than me so um, yeah well, i don't know well now that you said that i don't think i've really met a lot of girls who are taller than me but if i did i'd be intrigued <laughs> if i have to look up at a girl i'd just be like where did you come from and what do you eat whatever you like is whatever you like <laughs> who cares but just don't slag people off for right. being who they are you should never talk about people's appearance or their body type or whatever because it's them and you know that's just offensive isn't it there's no need to say that kind of shit coming from alex who will sometimes tell me like did you get fat it's like thanks alex no i only say that to you because you say it to me and you said to me the other day you said i have a six pack which is that's bullshit. not what i said i did you... not say have no. no no no. i did not say have i said i want to get back to and then you back said to yeah that's the key word because you've never fucking had one no i so. have before when no. i was skinny as fuck i did too don't believe that dude okay and then... he goes oh it's muscle underneath but it's just covered with a layer of fat now it is so it is that's it just exactly made me true. laugh so you know <laughs> if you have a lot of muscles and you put on a giant like down jacket you won't be able to see your muscles right you have to understand mitch lives through a filter of reality that's kind of very his it's own very world. filtered it's very filtered <laughs> it's mitch land <laughs> how do you think i survive sir yeah this well is... if you're british you have to look at objective reality and be i don't negative think about you it. guys look at objective reality i think everything's just kind of like black and white with you guys it's not black and white it's all gray <laughs> what's the difference yeah it's the same <laughs> All right, guys, that's been our show today. Alex has actually got to get going. We've kept him too long. Uh, if you guys have any comments, if you are a shorter than average guy and you want to say something about this, uh, let us know. Uh, if you are a plus-size woman and you uh, have an opinion about uh, 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 Naomi Watanabe, please let us know. Or what else did we talk about? Curling. Did you guys, do you understand what curling's about? If you want to get into curling, uh, yeah, drop us a line. Be and, a cute Japanese girl. That'll be a help. And I'll find a rock and a broom for you to start with. And I just want to end the show with Queen of England. Pull through. Pull through. <laughs> a thank you to all of our patrons. Jan Myler, Jen, Spiral in Your Eyes, and Justin Perkins. Thank you so much for supporting Small Talk Japan. You guys rock.